All right. Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're getting ready to jump into our second part of our uh, runner's play test tonight. Uh, this is Jesse's game. This is his core hack or core skin or whatever we're calling it. Um, so we got our first part in. I'm going to kick it to Jesse, let him recap, and then we'll jump into tonight. All right, so I'm not going to bother doing a recap of runners because if you want that, you can go ahead and listen to the first session. You so what I was going to do, is... <laughs> <laughs> but I will recap uh, very quickly what we went over. So we uh, we find ourselves in a small null zone called Saison that is a uh, a kind of rural suburban safe haven within the burnt this area that they find themselves in was previously a uh, large metropolis area that now because of the radioactive fallout in the war uh has turned into this kind of thick muddy sludgy area with uh roaming bands of mutated animals uh just claiming vast swaths of the land uh saison uh, as you said is kind of a somewhat spread out area that has been built up over time uh they have a uh council that is inherited so it's a group of people sitting making the laws and they kind of get their power passed down from uh from uh from seat to seat. Uh, it's a pretty put together area with uh, a decent civil law backbone. Uh, however, they, uh, they don't find themselves in the best places when it comes to technology and availability of that. So their level is pretty primitive in terms of 22nd century technology. Uh, at the moment we had, uh, let's see here. Uh, Paulson was the master runner who had taken these handful of youngins under his wing, uh, first teaching them the little bit of skills and eventually boosted them up. So now we have Alex, Mal, Dog, and Nitro that are about to head back, head out on their very first mission that will give them their runner's license and give them the ability to head out into the burnt on their own to finally make some uh, some rep for themselves. So last time uh, they kind of got everything together. They got their job, which is to go out a little bit of ways into the burnt, grab something that Paulson had told them that he said they you know what it was when you found it and uh, and to come back with it. They went out and gathered a little bit of information, a little bit of intel. Uh, which is to say, at the very least, we know that it is near a former hospital that there are uh, there's some uh, decent equipment there that uh, Mal will be able to grab to make some extra uh, to scrap to scavenge and make some extra rep. And uh, we know the radiation levels, thanks to Nitro uh, visiting one of his friends. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, and Alex found out about the uh, a roving band of animals. That's all in the area. And I think that's about it. Anything else that I missed? Sounds about uh, like yeah. that, I think you got everything. My particular intel 
was the idea that 30 blocks past Braxton is this great suburb in my hit backstory that my dad found one time years ago that I barely remember. Are we using our intel that way, or have the intel rules changed? Or? Uh, no, we're sticking to everything as is uh, in the rule books. Uh, we're going to see how actually using intel and everything works in this iteration, and we'll discuss afterwards about definite changes that will be <laughs> being made so okay so the, so the stuff that i know or that i think i know that's still true or at least i that's think still it's still true, true. yeah yeah okay are we doing intel two different ways at each uh, nexus point that's what we talked about uh, before trying to oh yeah uh, yeah we'll try it's that yeah it's up to you we'll try that okay all right so at this moment uh, you've gathered your intel. You know what the job is. You know what needs to be done. Is there anything further that you would like to do before heading out? What time of year is it? What's the weather like? Uh, let's see. <laughs> it is early fall, but you're uh, you're you're uh, and it's northern west coast. So it's going to be uh, there's going to be a decent chill in the air with some. Uh, some moisture uh it's going to be kind of a mist but there's not going to be any you know snow or anything like that it's not going to be that chill yet but it's going to be on the colder side okay uh i spent a lot of time roaming around uh saison with my dad before he died and so i'm kind of like familiar with the weather weather patterns i want to say is there a best time of day like to to catch the sun, the, the best travel, visu- uh, visibility. Would I know that? I do have survival in the burnt as a yep. skill. Yep. Uh, go ahead and give me, uh, roll me survival. Let's make it a uh, DL3. Total three. All right. Uh, so, but... yeah, you, you know that the best time to go to uh, to leave uh, around this season is in early to mid afternoon before kind of the afternoon rains have come through and before the sun sets to make it bitter cold. However, that time still makes it very damp. And so, you know, uh, even though it is the best time to leave, there's really no optimal time. So it's still going to make it kind of damp and muddy to deal with, but that's going to be still your best chance. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. Um, I'm, I'm sitting on the dirt and I'm scratching the back of my head with my foot and, and sniffing the air. Do I think it might rain? Uh, no, it's already, uh, well, yeah, let's say that it is, uh, there's right now kind of a, a drizzle in the air. It's kind of like it. It's not like a mist, but it's like a, like a thick drizzle. Right, I almost imagine I see I see like the shot of uh, of dog actually sitting on the uh, in the open bay door of Paulson's garage, just like watching the rain trickle down, dripping off of the overhang. Yeah, and I'm kind of growling. Yeah. Um, you know, if I was. If I if if I spoke more English, I'd just be saying this weather really sucks. This whole thing is gonna suck. <laughs> but instead, and I'm just yeah. kind of growling to myself, yep. uh, and then I'll go tell Nitric because I don't really, I don't really trust most people. 
Hmm. And I don't necessarily trust Nitro, but I think he's cool because I like to watch him <laughs> blow shit up. So I'm going to go over to Nitro and gesture at the rain and say, we ought to go. Nitro kind of looks sideways at Dog. Like, he still doesn't understand why Dog, like, likes to come over and talk to him because he doesn't like to talk. Because Nitro doesn't like to talk to anybody. And he, you know, he kind of looks at, like, when he was wrestling with his buddy back in our previous session, he had uh, actually... um, I don't know if, if Jesse wants to allow this or not, but I'm going to say that uh, this that his buddy gave him a flare, just one. And I think it's just because of, like, I, you know, I kind of won the wrestling match, I feel like. And it's so, like, it's like you always have to give up something. And so, like, he looks at his flare and he, and, you know, he kind of looks at dog and he looks at the sky and he's just kind of, like, shakes his head. And then he kind of like puts it back in his pocket, like, oh, looks like I'm gonna be doing, you know. I mean, even though flares are very hot mm-hmm. and you know, can probably burn past all of this stuff, he's like, I'm not gonna get he thinks to himself, I'm not gonna get enough bang for my buck with this flare that I want. So he's just kind of like like pissed. Uh, go ahead and give me give me a charm roll. Okay. I shall do so. Let me look. At this is gonna, stats. and this is this is gonna be a a, a scaling DL. So, okay. Okay. the better you roll, the better it gets. Okie dokie. Let's see. He rolls a forty-eight. Yep. <laughs> I've got so much charm up the buttholes. All right, let's it, see. It explodes. Keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a five. Nice. Okay. No more talk of exploding buttholes, please. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you have a flare. Oh, nice. That's totally fine. <laughs> you know what's funny is I actually have a flare on my attachments. <laughs> oh, nice. That's funny. That's funny. I, you so know, yeah, so you have so that flare is... when I have a, exactly have an yeah on my arm. But yep. you know, yeah. So that's yeah. So the flare that you have uh, built into your suit is like you know it. It's like a signal flare. It's a similar thing. It's like a signal yeah. flare. Yeah. Uh, this is though like a remnant of the past, like the old school hand flares. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's kind of hoping to use it against something, whether mm-hmm. it be inanimate or not, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's just, you know, he he's just kind of down, and he is kind of ready to go. And he, you know, even though he's pretty sure that Dog's not going to talk to anybody else about it, so he's going to walk by Dog, and unlike his character, he's going to pat Dog on the head. Um, <laughs> and then he's going to walk over to Mal and Alex and be like, dog says it's time to go. A dog watches you with this big smile on his face. Half of his teeth are like gone. They're like scraggled, broken, pointy, really fucked up. But he's got a big jack. He doesn't smile a lot, but he smiles when you do that. Alex just looks, uh, looks out at the, you know, at the little bit of drizzle. And he, you know, he's like pulling on a pair of, fingerless gloves to get ready to get in the suit. And he says, you know what? Give me a, give me like five minutes and I'll be back. You guys want to start getting ready? Um, I, I just got to do one thing. So Mal will kind of look to what Alex is doing, then look over to dog. Um, so I think we said when we were mapping out how many blocks, I think we said it was 250 blocks each way. And I wrote down, we'll probably take about two hours. I can't remember if that was two hours each way 
or if that was two hours altogether. Uh, nope. So that should be about two hours total. So with everybody's okay. speed, so your average speed for all for the whole group is 300 blocks yeah. per, per hour. So it'll take you 500 to go there and back. So okay. rounding up, it'll be about two hours round trip. Okay. So that that's each way. So, so when, while, while Alex is walking away, uh, Mal will kind of just kind of look and kind of shrug and he'll look over to dog and say, if it's time to go, we'll only be out for a little bit. So we'll be back soon. Cause I'm, I'm guessing Mal sees that the dog's a bit irritated and not, or, or anxious maybe to get going. Um, so, you know, Mal will just say, yeah, we'll, we'll be out in a sec looking at Alex and saying, we won't be out too long. Yeah. Well, hopefully nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Nitro like actually like vi- like uh, gu- guffaws just like <laughs> you know kind of like like right at Alex and then kind of turns around and walks kind of away from him a little bit. So Alex just jogs away and he goes over to uh, I know you said we were staying in the bunks but I, I kind of feel like maybe him and his brother have a place or maybe yeah sure that's fine yeah yeah, yeah. So he he runs back to their house squat, you know, whatever their situation, a house, I guess, right? We established it was pretty okay mm-hmm. there. Yep. You know, he goes in, you know, comes up, you know, pounds up the front steps and through the front door, he goes, Jackie, hey. And from the uh from the other room, all the the whole the whole build the whole house that it's in is uh is pretty gutted. Uh, you know. So there's like bare timber walls and everything like that. Uh, you've done what you can, but you know, uh, it's kind of bombed out. But uh, but yeah, from like behind a tarp, he comes out. He's like, "What? Yo, uh, first run today. Uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna head out. I'm gonna be gone for maybe two hours if nothing okay. goes wrong." He looks at his watch and he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck today. Ah, oh, ah. Oh, I, I was really hoping to get your help on." on this part over here um yeah yeah no oh, you know good luck yeah uh hopefully paulson's not sending you on to something uh, on stuff too dangerous <laughs> i don't know he wouldn't even really tell us he, he told us that we'd know what we were supposed to find when we saw it you believe that shit <sighs> that that sounds pretty it's fucking cryptic a-hole look i may i get my first run though so I'm, I'm i'm fucking stoked and he comes in and there's like you know, weird fucking hand slaps, fist yeah. bumps, you know, chest bump. He gives him a, you know, like a rough hug. You know, he throws an arm over his shoulder. He goes, you know, if if you want, you know, I can talk to Paulson if you want to get out there too. <laughs> Fuck no. Ah, come on. <laughs> and he, he, uh, he kind of like taps down uh, and, you know, uh, he has, a brace that runs pretty much like hip all the way down his right leg. And he's like, if I could ever find a suit that would support this, then yeah. But you know what? You, you go make, you go make the money. Hey, look, you got, you bring, get some shit back, bring it back for me and make some cool shit that we can sell off. All right, deal. And he goes for the fist bump. He says, look, I'll make the money. But when I get all fucked up, you got to take care of me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be sure they throw you in a tank right away. Nice. 
And he uh, he go, oh fuck, uh, hold on, hold on. And he uh, he runs back behind the tarp, and uh, and comes back with a a small circular piece of metal, and it looks like he's etched out like a little design in it. And he goes, hey, uh, for good luck. And he he gets it. It's like a little coin that he's then etched a symbol into and welded a magnet onto the opposite side of it. So you can stick it onto your uh, to your suit. So he takes it. He looks at it. He goes, oh, that's fucking awesome. Thanks. Hey, you know what? Any uh, any every runner needs a little fucking luck, right? I ain't going to turn it down. Thanks, bro. And he just looks at you. He's like, all right, be safe and get the fuck out before Paulson gets here. Yep, I'm I'm out. I'm ghost. He runs back down the steps and <laughs> yeah. back out to the, to the thing. And like the shot is like he's coming back. He's got like the Walkman, but it's got speakers. And the and the fucking trooper comes on as he strolls into the garage. He starts like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you get the the over the shoulder shot of uh, of your brother kind of standing out in the front door. Like looking at you, he's got the smile, he waves, and the camera like pans around him, and like the smile quickly drops from his face as you get out of sight. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Shakes his head, walks back inside. <laughs> as you as you approach the hangar, you see that dog keeps on running out and sort of like pacing around the building and going back in, and and like one minute later coming back out again and pacing around, and he's <laughs> <Shakes> obviously. <off. laughs> All right, all yeah. right, I'm coming, I'm coming. Give me, let me get the suit on. So, like, he'll double time it up, you know, run in and step into the suit and strap on the straps and buckle the buckles, whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I found a piece of a cracker. I'm eating this. <laughs> <laughs> Mal look down towards dog. You go, eating. you take what? Yeah, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, Mal looks down to dog eating the cracker and he'll look over to Alex and he'll pull out it like a little notebook and a like a piece of stubby pencil and just say the quicker we get back the quicker we get that uh beef stew recipe from Paulson so hurry up and get your suit on yep all right yeah and as uh, as dog takes that first bite you know Mal says that and then Paulson comes around the corner and slaps the cracker out of your hand hey <laughs> it's like god damn it what have I told you boy stop eating shit off the floor <laughs> perfectly good five second roll <laughs> <laughs> or hour or day yeah, five, five. <laughs> yeah depending i just look up at paulson with this look i give him when i don't understand because why would you waste food you know that i respect paulson so i'm not going to eat off the floor but that really just doesn't make sense to me at all <laughs> me me as a person i have an affinity for dog because i wouldn't waste that either <laughs> Before we go, I put the the emblem right on my chest. Nice. What does the emblem look like? I don't know. I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say it's a it's a it's a symbol that you and your brother have shared since like you were kids. Like that thing that 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 one symbol that you always used to like draw on all the walls or like. When you were little deviants running around the town, like drawing with a marker on the side of a wall. Oh, it's that diamond S that goes on everybody's notebook. (laughs) (laughs) I did a lot of those on my notebook. (laughs) How dare you call me out? (laughs) 
You got a no, super S on your chest. Very nice. <laughs> right? There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, um, you all go back into the garage, suit up. Uh, you know, Al- Alex and Nitro are putting their suits on like normal people. Mal I've had is... my suit on since before we ate. Right, exactly. Yeah, you suit. The only way for you to check over your gear is to suit up. So that's you. Just, yeah, that's why I just keep pacing around. Yep. I'm like, what is taking these what are we people doing? so yep. long? Yep. And it takes Mal even longer because he has to go over all of his shit first, and then he has to run diagnostics and then put it on and then run a secondary diagnostic. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's kind of like you've told your dog, "Okay, we're gonna go." He said the word walk, and the dog yep. is like, "Okay, let's go, let's go." Oh, but I gotta, I gotta find the harness. Oh, and then I gotta go to the bathroom. Where's my hat? The uh, so I have a demolitions pro kit and a mechanics pro kit. Are those each a size? Or are they half size? Or are they zero size? Is it like um? We'll count them. We'll count them as we'll count them as 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 one as weight one. Weight one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm probably take, you know what I have to make. Yeah, I'm gonna take both. Um, so that's gonna reduce my carrying capacity. Okay. And I, I think he's got like you know some external like hard point like you know not points like where we're attaching equipment like in a mechanical sense, but mm-hmm. like he's got like an external hard point where there's like you know a spot where the bundle of like wrenches and sockets and you know screwdrivers and all that shit is so we can get yeah, makes it sense. easy without yeah. having to like or you know maybe throws it in the backpack. They probably just throws it in the back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So while everybody's getting ready, Mal as we said before, Mal will, you know, just be, you know, he'll be putting his stuff on and watching everyone else put their, their stuff on, not trying to be too obvious about it. But you know, he'll he'll try to check, make sure everything you know that straps there, that bolts put in, things like that. Mm-hmm. Just, just uh, you know, just looking over everybody individually while he's putting his stuff on. So, could I make a roll to see if everybody looks like they're all strapped up and ready to go? There's no seal that's missing, or you know, no bolt that's loose <laughs> or anything like that. Sure. Um, let's see. Do you have anything like uh, like engineering or anything like that? No, I was just going to do a, a general because this isn't like his this isn't like his expertise. He just true, true. I guess he just he's just fidgety when it comes to stuff like that. So he's just, right. You know, I, so we'll yeah. uh, so go ahead and give me a brains four and we're uh, a brains roll. And we're going to make it a DL four because you're kind of trying to do it <clears throat> like, yeah, you're trying yeah, to do I'll, it subvertly from a distance. So it's going to be a lot harder to check yeah. the details. No one, no one wants someone else telling them they're putting on their. Exactly. You know, yep. <laughs> you're kind. You're trying to look at their notes over their shoulder to make sure that their math's correct. So I got a four. Okay. Yeah. So um, from your point of view, uh, you know everything looks fine. All of dogs' symbols look lined up. All of the uh, all of the straps on Alex's on Alex's suit. Look to be uh, look to be tight and cinched properly. Uh, all of Nitro's uh, lights, you know, his uh, like the flare, the flare symbol, and everything like that on his readout seems to be good. So, so everything Mal, seems you, fine for you. Yeah. So Mal will just you know crack a bit of a small smile and then he'll you know just kind of like start humming to himself 
and then he'll double check <laughs> double check all of his to make sure his are all good. Now yep. everyone else looks like they're uh, you know strapped <laughs> in. Dog can't handle anymore. I'm I'm running down the road. I'm I'm going about a hundred <laughs> going about a hundred yards. Paulson lets out go God damn all right. Uh Nitro goes dog, dog yeah. heal. <laughs> yeah. I, I stop where I am, but I don't turn around. <laughs> you were telling me to hurry up, Mel. Come on, let's go. Stop dicking around. Yeah. yeah, Paulson actually looks at Nitro and then looks at Dog and looks at Nitro again. Like, well, fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, yo, yo, um, fuck. Get out of here. And Mal, Mal look over to Alex. Uh, Mal look over to Alex and say, I think we're ready to go. And he'll, right. you know, still be humming a bit to himself with a. A smile on his face because it looks like everybody's um you know you don't want to go out on your your first your first run and the piece of your suit falls off so everybody's right, yeah. good so he's happy <laughs> yeah. he starts he starts trotting out uh to where dog's waiting for him oh i'm go. happy too and when i see everybody's now finally leaving the compound i start running around in circles in the road until they join me. <laughs> i have another question uh, yeah go so what's the size of a person a regular yeah so like so so some of the stuff is like a, like a gyro is a size right but a, a gyro would be like a smallish component on the suit oh i got and you all right we had determined that the that the red uh red claws that's not right the red sabers red sabers were a size three so if it's like yeah. tiger size is a person like a size two yeah, I'd say a size two. I mean, I don't oh. know that it matters, but if someone gets hurt, then like if you have to carry somebody back, like that, may right? Yeah, capacity wise, just something to think of. Maybe that's a post show yeah. thing, but I just wanted to know beforehand. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, cool. Proceed. <laughs> yeah, I actually do have some rules for size, but I don't think it matters right now. All right. So, yeah, so we uh, everybody starts to run out. And uh, and Paulson is kind of standing, standing in the hangar, standing in the uh, in the opening of the garage, and he uh, he just kind of shakes his head and he goes, ah, "Fuck, good luck, boys." And at that point, he uh, kind of reaches over and hits a panel on the wall right next to him, and it brings up kind of like a semi three D holographic map, and he gets four blips on it, and you know, so he has one uh one labeled for each of you and he just kind of watches as those four blips go from the the center of the map spreading east cool all um, right so to the cubes that we got earlier is that something that we can access while we're running yeah definitely so those um they're big think of them almost like a usb card like a like a like a like a thumb drive so you basically can in their their memory cubes. So they you can insert them into your suit. There's a receptacle for it, and it stores its data storage. Okay, so, so. we don't have to have a HUD to use it or anything like that. No, there's uh, no. So it all the there's kind of a general assumption that each suit will have some type of readout on it, um, whether or not it's just a super basic L, uh, you know LED screen. Um, whether or not you have some kind of holographic interface, anything like that, but there's kind of a, a general acceptance that everybody has a way to monitor the information on the suit and gain information 
and uh, gain access to the data that they have. Okay. So. Is that something where we could like put pins in it and shit? Like if we're using like Google Maps to be like, oh, here's a weird formation that wasn't in this area that we saw before. Yeah, absolutely. And that's actually a way. Um, so, you know, going going forward, if you're doing multiple runs, if you're doing a continuing campaign, uh, you know, that's that's a way. So uh, parts of gathering intel not only are just going out and getting it from other people, but also using information that you've collected previously. Uh, so if you so, yeah, absolutely. Like dropping pins and making notes and everything like that is all part of each runner's not only job going in, but also it's kind of a general responsibility. You know, if you want to know where all the dangers are, collecting information like that is really important. So and you can, I guess, I'm assuming you can sell that share at use that for exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool. So we're running. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, real quick, because we haven't really gone over this yet. So as, because we've seen you in person, so far you know we did a quick kind of check of the suits and everything like that but everybody kind of marches out and you start to you start to cross the border of Cezanne into the burnt and as we spoke before you know it's kind of a gradual turn there's no real clear delineation of where this null zone is except for the the gradual decay of the grass and everything into this muddy landscape that you're going into uh so as we see you kind of you know, trudging through the rain, through the grass. What do ever? What does everyone look like now, Alex? What is, what does Alex look like in his suit in Trooper? I mean, I don't, you probably can't see him, right? I mean, oh no, not at all. I yeah. mean, think of it almost like a, um, like a Master Chief situation. You know, you're mm -hmm. in full. You're yeah, going yeah. into a an, an insanely an intensely radiated uh, you know irradiated area. You don't want any skin showing at all. Yeah, so yeah. you have your basic chassis, your basic suit on, and then everything else attached to that. So you can't see a hint of Alex. Alex is now effectively trooper. Sure. So it, the the suit is uh, mostly like it was a dark gray to kind of like sort of camo. It's not like full camo, but it's like you know sort of a splotchy gray. Mm -hmm. like you know there's scuffs and like wear marks and like chips and stuff in it so it's not not that it's not up kept like mechanically but like outside it looks shitty right you're you're mm -hmm. going into the burnt and it's taking a beating and then you come back the the face plate the the helmet is sort of painted like a like a stormtrooper sort of mask or <laughs> like a clone trooper sort of thing yeah um so it it, it has like the you know, so it's not white, but it has the gray, but it has like the sort of like those black markings along mm -hmm. the head. He's got his his backpack on his back and, you, you know, you can see some stuff sort of like hanging off his torso. You know, he's got his pistol in a, in a, in a hip holster uh, and you can see the, the sunlight reflects off his um, his uh, kinetic knuckles. GR nice. has because well, yep. I'm assuming you can manipulate your hands and have those. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, you, you just hear the faint, uh, you know, the faint strains of the trooper from Iron Maiden, you know, sort of coming out of the headset as he's <laughs> running along. He's still got that play, around. he's got that playing underneath, you know, he, he puts the suit on, but he still has the speaker attached to him. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's his personal, his personal, um, soundtrack. 
Mm-hmm. He, he's stoked. He's getting he's getting to go on his first run. Nice. All right. Uh, how about Mal? Mal is now is now running around in alphabet. So let's say, just from a from a sound standpoint, so Mal was kind of humming to himself when he came out. Now that that Alex is playing Trooper, maybe um, we're on our first run. So Mal picks up on the vibe and he starts humming. Run, run to the hills. So we'll go with the Iron Maiden theme. So <laughs> be humming that to himself. He's going. Uh, so Alphabet is. It kind of has that the, that shade or color of you know old books or old paper, right? So it's <laughs> it's not like yellow. It's like that yellowish desert camo, right? That you yeah. know that kind of that kind of the in in like like John said. So like Alex's suit, it's you know it's scuffed up. It's not like it's been buffed up and shined or waxed or anything. Um, but it does have that that you know that kind of yellowish tinge, sand colored to it. Um, he's got you know he's got a flare on each arm, and a, a, a bit inconspicuous is the wrong word, but a bit a bit jarring for someone who's looking for paper and books and things like that. He's got a big chainsaw on his back, so that 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 <laughs> sets off the the kind of scribe the, the scribe look to to what he's going for. And maybe let's just say, since it is called alphabet, let's just say, you know, maybe there's there's an L on the left arm, an R on the right arm, you know, L L R R, you know, just just silly, just having some letters around um, on each of them, like carved nice. into it. So it's not. I imagine yes. it's, it it harkens back to when you first put the suit together, and it was kind of your visual reminder of where all the pieces go and what. Because Paulson probably used to like as as a uh, as a field exercise would just take your parts, throw them into a giant bucket, and just throw them out on the floor of the garage and be like, "All right, now put everything back together." Like so you field, labeled all the pieces. Quick. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So you labeled can. all the pieces to make it easier to to game the system. And that's how that's that's how we came up with the name Alphabet because it's got, yep. it's got some letters written on it. Uh, yeah. So you know, it's, it, it's, you don't like know this, in. but but you actually have an electronic component that was once owned by Google's mother company, and that's what. <laughs> you, you have a giant book on a stick. <laughs> Lean it forward. <laughs> it, it, it slots in right behind the chainsaw. Right. <laughs> it comes up. It comes up over my head. Right. And it, 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 is, is that the way it looks? It comes out of the. Sh- I'm trying to remember some of the images I've seen. Is it like the, yeah, the, over the shoulder or right yeah. from the back? Yeah. Right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm trying to think what year is it. We're not that far ahead in the future. No, not not even close. So yeah. So so um. <laughs> So Mal's kind of humming to himself, you know. Obviously, it looks like Alex is rocking out, and Mal's just kind of humming to himself, getting into the getting into the mood. Right, first run, everybody's excited. Mm-hmm. You know, Mal saw how excited Dog was, so you know he's he's feeling good. He's got a smile under his face. Obviously, you really can't see it. Yeah, I, I don't think you like face visual. Uh, you know, I don't think you can see anything. It's just kind of like a like a like a grayish opaque you know covering on his face but you know he's mm-hmm. got that that sandy colored suit while he's running nice all right and uh and speaking of dog what is uh what do we have for little helper or little helper <laughs> uh yeah little helper isn't like i don't think of it as the the name of the suit um mm-hmm. 
but it's it's just kind of what Paulson decided to call me because I behaved like a dog so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, my the model number of the suit is Dog One because that's the name I I go by. But it was Paulson who gave it the name Little Helper because I would run around the shop and help him clean up shit, and that's kind of mm-hmm. how that's why he keeps me around. When he realized that uh, I had some some skills that might make me a, a good runner, he decided to bring me into the training. But it's not like I'm uh, officially equipped as a runner. My my suit is really a bunch of different parts that me and my dad found in different places over a period of years. Nothing matches. Nothing really looks right. A bunch mm-hmm. of shit was jerry-rigged and then marked so I could figure out how to put it together because I don't actually know how it works. Yep. I just know that my dad taught me to snap this piece here and turn that until that line is equal with that line. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of a crazy ma- uh, mix of, of different colored parts. Mm-hmm. Underneath that, I've got um, CMF and uh, carbon mesh bodysuit mm-hmm. and, a, and a, a, a carbon mesh filter mask that I pull over my head. Uh, and I've cut little slits so I can see out. But it's not really officially supposed to function the way that it's the way that I'm using it. It's just like parts mm-hmm. that I found and covered myself with. Running ahead of the group, jumping on everything that's elevated. If I see mm-hmm. uh, the ruins of a building, I'll jump up on top of it. If I see a tree, I'll jump up into the tree. I really enjoy playing with my thruster and mm. my shock absorbers. I've got shock absorbers in my legs and yep. a thruster on my back. And my suit, um, because it's so many different parts, I have a lot of flexibility. Mm-hmm. And I often run on all fours, kind of like half running, half mm-hmm. dog running. And I'll jump up into a tree, get a look around, sniff the air, and then back down again. Yeah. I was actually, so I was going to bring up, is there anything that they did to the suit to maybe accentuate or or enable your your chosen mode of travel you know is there anything that they did with the with the joints or did they perhaps extend the forearms or anything to kind of allow you that four-limbed mobility uh i would say no at this point unless you want to toss me a freebie from paulson because like i said my shit like my left arm and my right arm are made differently they're not even matching parts Mm -hmm. yeah well, you know, I'll leave I'll leave it up to you honestly. Um if you know, I will say if if it is something that you choose to to go into, you know, it uh it could be that something uh, something initially Paulson tried to train out of you. Uh but when you saw <laughs> that you resisted, you know, standing like a human and everything like that, he kind of gave in and played into that. So so he he could have fashioned you you know, forearm extensions or something that allows you that more down mobility. So we could say that that's something that has happened or perhaps something that will happen in the future. I, but I think I think that's something that Paulson might have in mind. Um, mm. um, but what I want to say right now, because I think that's a good direction to go in. Uh, I do. I would like to accentuate that as we develop the character. But for right now, the most important thing is that the parts are separate enough Mm-hmm. I got this mesh underneath, right? So that I maintain a lot of maneuverability because I'm right, yeah. I'm a kid, right? So I'm always climbing and jumping and jumping off of things and rolling, <laughs> hitting the ground, rolling, <laughs> and I keep on running. Right. Now, I'm I'm well ahead of the group 
Right. And whenever I find any elevated ground, I jump up to it. If I find a tree, I'll jump up into it. So uh, that's part of what my dad trained me to do so I can see if anything's coming. Nice. The spotter almost. <laughs> oh, yeah. The little yeah. helper. Right. All right. Um, and uh, last but certainly not least is Nitro that uh, that comes barreling out in his rad suit. Yeah. So the rad R-A-D-D F-15. Yep. I think I kind of mentioned this before. He, for some reason, found this old book of like fighter fighter jets and stuff like that. And he was really mm-hmm. obsessed with the F-15. And so his looks kind of similar to an amalgamation of those. Like he's got like almost like dirty gray around him, but also some uh, military blue around him too. Mm. And then uh, his helmet actually has, just because I don't know what these, what the terms are for it. Like there's the, I don't know if those are wings or whatever that go horizontal in the back. I forget what those are called. Oh, like the tail wing? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he's got like two of those on the top of his helmet. Nice. And then w- one of them on the left side, you know how they they would have like the star with like kind of like the wings going out of them or whatever. Instead, yeah. he has an anarchy symbol in a circle and then he's got crow's wings on either side. Nice. On, so he's got that on the left side of one of the one of the sides of his helmet. Nice. All right, so yeah, we have this. The scene. Oh, is hold the on, th- hold on. I got one go more thing. Ahead. Yeah, go I got ahead. one more thing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then, and then his uh, his twin tubes look like the uh, thrusters for an F fifteen too. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't forget that. So. <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, you uh, we we get this scene of you know the three of you of um of Trooper Alphabet and Rad F fifteen kind of walking you know out into the uh, into the burnt and you reach a point where there's like a dilapidated house out on the outskirts and uh, as the three of you are walking, uh, little helper jumps down and runs around the rest of the group and um and at that point. You all kind of do a, a quick check-in, and uh, and systems are go. Everyone's good to go, and you begin to literally run into the burnt. So at this Not me, moment, baby. I, I've been doing it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so at this point, what we are going to do is do our first check our our basically on the fly plan making sure that your uh your systems are good that your your points of uh your points of interest and your points of navigation are good and that your general concept of the layout and your path are all up to date so what i would like is for everybody to go ahead actually hmm this is all right we're gonna do brief development on the fly all right so i never actually thought about this and i don't have plans for it in the rules so i have it as we call for a brain check modified by any skills like survival or knowledge or anything like that that are in line that would be useful but i don't actually say who makes the rule role if one person makes the role or if everybody makes the role in order to plan 
So if there's one runner, it makes sense that only that person makes the role. But if you have a group like this, do you think that everybody should make the role or if we should have a group leader that that person makes the role? We're checking the veracity of uh, basically our, our, what, our briefing material. Um, well, yeah. To, so to make sure that you are able to plot a path correctly and to make sure that, um, that basically you're able to survey your surroundings, know your surroundings and make sure that you have the optimal route out and back. Well, unless we're planning on taking different routes, we all have to agree on one. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if it's a democracy, we all we all roll, but then we have to argue who's right or we have a leader. And yeah. that person should probably be the one with either the highest brains or the best computer. Agreed. Is this something like that we skipped it in RP where like after we, you know, did the data cues before we set out, we were like, okay, how are we going to go? Like, did we miss the opportunity to do no, that? No, so this is... is well, no, this is um, this is usually the very so in in setting up the run and actually going out onto the run. This is the very first thing that happens. Like right. once you're actually like in there, you're good. You're going. This is what you do. Right. So it's not necessarily something that we missed, but that's actual also potentially oh, is this in it like in a day trippers episode is this where the pilot makes the jump roll i was gonna say is this uh, the initial? Kind of, yeah it's very similar yeah then it should be something just really quick whatever yeah, it is agreed. mechanically it should be really fast oh absolutely normally normally it's just you make you make a brains roll modified by any skill that you think is important you hit that roll and we go so yeah very similar I, to it yeah, very similar to a jump because we so. real real people sitting here don't yep. have any means of telling whether our route is calibrated because the map is a question mark. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I have a so in this three and awareness of one. So if yeah. somebody has better than that, then nope, nope. So uh, I would I would either leave it up no. to Alex doing that, or if dogs kind of out front leading the way and we're following. I don't know if. How much you know how much history we know of dog and his experience being out but if he's out in front leading Mao would just be okay whoever's out in front i'm just gonna follow them i've yeah. i i'm 10 years old and i lived out here <laughs> nine years <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean i don't want to say that means i know every street in every yeah. neighborhood um i know the places that my dad found stuff and we would go to from time to time and I we would circle the city of Cezanne without coming in. So I want to say I do have a rough idea of where we're going. In fact, my intel is 30 miles beyond where or I'm sorry, 30 blocks beyond where we're going. So I have a feeling that, you know, if I, ha I may not have been on this street before, but when I get up on the rooftop and look around, I can probably see streets I think I know. And I think just Mal, you know, this being his first run, he his feeling would be, okay, well, dog's out front, dog's kind of leading, so I'll kind of follow where dog's going. The Alex, Alex seems to be out rocking out, so I don't know how much he's <laughs> he's processing, you know, 
the map or anything like that. So I think Mal would just, you know, follow wh whichever way dog was going. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm almost wondering, like, like Alex, you're the oldest, right? Uh, I think uh, Mal and I are almost the same. Okay. I'm 25. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I don't, I don't know. Like, and, and again, I, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong or not. I know what Mal's thinking. Cause you know, he said it, but like, would Alex like think that, you know, dog should be the one to just go out there and, you know, even though he may know what he's doing to, you know, risk his life right away, you know, would you let that happen? No, I, I think even, even if you guys decided the dog was going to make the role, I think Alex would like check that on his own. Right? <laughs> like we may be following dog, but dog's a 10 year old, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, you know, my brother is older than that. Like, I got to, I have to get back, you know. Yeah. So I'm all, so like because of that, and don't you know? Tell me if I'm wrong, but I almost feel then it would be an Alex and a dog thing, and then you know there'd be an RP for that. Be like, okay, so like dogs out in front, but like Alex is like, oh, you know, if he finds out something, right, be right. like, whoa, dog, don't do that, you know. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Yeah, except for for me, I don't know how much of a of a brains thing it is. Maybe it's brains. Maybe it's psyche. But mm -hmm. I just kind of feel like I'm going like literally if you went out with your dog and let go of the leash, mm -hmm. your dog already knows some places it, it, it wants to go. And if you if you let it, it'll lead you. It, the dog yep. is leading you now. Right. Because <laughs> it already has some spots in its head. But does that mm -hmm. is but that is that something that everybody go. knows, though? Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Is it is that wise? No, probably not. Yeah. Because like literally as much as like, you know spoiler you know nitro has a little bit of a soft spot for dog he you know he's still like dog's just gonna do what a dog's gonna do so like if you know dog gets a little bit of uh if his paw chewed on it's gonna happen yeah that's another thing you might see him i mean he's a wild child who you guys don't really know and he doesn't trust anyone anyway so maybe you want to treat him as the canary in the coal mine yeah well all right so here's where i think this might be going now correct me if i'm wrong but I see an opportunity here. So what if we say that Alex is effectively the team lead, right? But Dog has some information and knowledge and history in this area that he would be able to help Alex properly determine a route. Sounds fair to me. I yeah. I would I would agree with all of that, but uh, the the roadblock is there is there is no effective relationship or communication channel between Alex and Dog, so that has to be determined and discovered and opened up. Mm -hmm. Yes, I I, I kind of feel like in in the way that this is set up, the dog would make a roll, Alex would make a roll, right? Yeah. And then depending on you know whether or not you're setting a DL or if it's a graduated DL, there is yeah. a hard DL on this. Okay, so then. You know, yeah, I, I'm still not 100% sure what this role represents, but I kind of feel like dogs, Dog makes a role for himself and Alex makes a role as a responsible adult for the group. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah, let's go. All right, so in that instance, um, I would like both Alex and Dog to make me a uh, DL5 brains roll and any skills that you feel would be associated that. And, you know, I'm going to make, I'm going to make a slight alteration to this dog. I would like you to make a psyche roll because you're going more on 
basic on on previous history and your intuition. Yeah, feel. Uh, six plus one, seven. Nice. Uh, that's a yes and. Jeez. That's fine. Yeah. Yes and. Okay. So, Alex, uh, you are uh, you know looking at your map. You're looking at the information that Paulson has given you. Uh, you know you have your your rally point and your destination, and uh, you've taken into account the the grays and the uh, the potential of a of the uh, the roving band of red sabers, and so you are able to effectively plot out a route there and back, and uh, and and I keep dog kind of like on the path, right? So like. He's he's out front. We're kind of following because we we do know that he has some experience with being in the burnt. And then like you know if if he starts to like kind of bail out to the left because maybe he remembers something, he's able to sort of like corral him back. Be like, hey, uh, you know, back to the right, back to the right a little bit. We're, we we got to head this. You know, follow the sun. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. So you already have you have the plan that you know that dog's probably going to get off path. He's going to lead you generally in the right direction. He's going to be a helper, but you know that you kind of have to rein him in a little bit, at least to stay with the group. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least you have the plan to do that. You don't know if you're going to be able to or not. But. <laughs> Let him burn off some of that little extra excess energy right? he has. Right. <laughs> It's like, I know when I take my dog for a walk in the woods, as long as he's on the leash, he's totally fine. But if I unsnap that leash, he's going to be gone. So, <laughs> and, uh, and dog, the same, you've, uh, you know, this general area and, you know, as you, as we, as we uh, mentioned before, you've been, uh, or at least are aware of the rally, the point that you're going to. So you have, a generally good, a really good idea of kind of how to get there and how to get back. And, and just one block from here, there is a house where I found a bunch of, uh, my dad said they were called magazines and he slapped them out of my hand, but I'm, I want, I'm, I'm going back there cause there's a bunch of magazines that had naked people. Nah. <laughs> And what dog doesn't know is that while the magazines themselves, like pictures of naked people, you can get anywhere at this point. It's the future. But paper is another thing. Paper <laughs> is a finite resource, especially in this day and age. So if uh, if you're able to kind of get a hold of that and bring it back, that could bring you in some decent rep. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I shoot ahead of the group a couple blocks. I'm staying on the same path that that Alex has because the, sh the shortest distance is the shortest distance. We both know what it is. Mm -hmm. But then I take a quick right down in, into a an apartment complex, and uh, Alex, you lose sight of me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you guys, do you guys have eyes on him? Fuck, where'd he go? <laughs> Mal will kind of, you know, while I guess we're still, you know, we're still running. So he'll, he'll slow down a bit and just, you know, kind of look over to see where Nitro's at and then the direction um, dog went and maybe on his, um, on his HSD, he'll drop, he'll drop a pin. Cause that would be, you know, where dog's going off. We'll just drop a pin in case we get too far ahead that we can, you know, we can track back if we don't see him. Mm. 
Would this be a good opportunity to use the momentum mechanic to see if I can't catch up to him? Um, so momentum is more of a of a of a larger aspect of momentum. of travel. Doing it in in this kind of shorter distance doesn't necessarily make sense, but definitely when you get back on path is when we're gonna be speaking about momentum. Okay. Um, I can do seven blocks a minute. I'm a quick little fucker. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think that's kind of what Mal's thinking, right? Because Dog was waiting to go. And once we started running, he, you know, got out, you know, as we said, he got out, he came back, he darted out, got back. So I, I think Mal is just thinking, okay, he's darted off to the side. We're kind of in an area where dog maybe has some experience or wants to go check something out from before. So he's just, you know, he, he's going to keep an eye on, but he's also going to drop a marker, you know, so that we can all see if if we don't see dog in the next minute or so come running back which mm-hmm. i'm assuming like, you know if he's going up in trees and he's darting around we've probably lost eyes on him a couple times but you know he's always right back. yep mm-hmm. is, i would agree is, everybody has comms right uh do you yes, yes. i do so I, I guess he would just then be like uh dog where, where'd you go uh i don't see anymore i'll be right back <laughs> Um, like he, I don't say. I guess he kind of slows down. Then he's like, "All right, hold on, guys. We we don't want to leave him out here. Like first run, all right. Like we all got to make it back." And he'll start <laughs> like looking up. You know, if there's like side streets of like you know ruined buildings or whatever. Yeah. To see if he can't catch a hint of like you know the dust where he had just run through, like little poofs of. You know, mm-hmm. flat of dust sort of thing. You know, just try to get some eyes on him so we don't lose him. Like we don't want anything to Sounds happen. Sounds good. All right. So real quick, in order a, in order to make sure that uh, that dog is able to find the cash that he's looking for, why don't you go ahead and give me a uh, let's call it psyche to kind of recall the information and what you know what number apartment it was mm-hmm. in. Um, so why don't you okay. go ahead? Get, go ahead and give me a psyche. It's gonna and be a deal. Can I add awareness ahead. or streetwise? Of course, yeah. Either one. Uh, let's go streetwise. That one makes a little more sense. So it's gonna be a DL four. Five plus one. Oh wow, nice. So we're gonna hold. So that's a yes and. We're gonna hold on to that and for a quick second. As Alex, why don't you go ahead and give me a brains roll to see if you have any any hints or sights of dog as he's running through the apartment. Okay. And, and, um, and, and FYI, before I, before I ran off the path, I rolled a yep. D six to see how many blocks off the path it was. And I got a one. So I'm only one block away. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yes. yours is going to be a DL three. It's kind of, it's on the outskirts of Saison, but it's still kind of blown out a lot of holes in the, uh, in the walls and everything like that. So, okay. I got a six total. I got a five. Oh, plus wow. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. And so, yeah, you're able to catch, you know, you see dog kind of uh, in little helper kind of running up the uh, running up the staircase and, you know, going down the hallways. And you see the glints of his uh, of his suit kind of coming off the sun as he runs, uh, runs through kind of. That's poking true. His head except I, I have to retcon you a little bit. I don't oh, use I don't use stairs. I jump right up the front of the building. 
<laughs> oh, true. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> Makes them even easier to see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Alex, so that's a yes and. So you see, you not only can see Little Helper kind of just jumping right up, you know, using the holes in the in, uh, in the rubble on the side of the building to climb his way up. Exactly. But and. And there doesn't seem to be anybody else around. So I, you know, I jump on comms. I say to the other guys, I say, "Hey, he's he's down over this way, down this block. Let's just let's wait out front. You know, mm-hmm. if he finds whatever he needs, cool. You know, if not, then we're here. We can we can you know uh, offer assistance. Perfect. We're yeah, gonna, we're gonna be like so, the joggers. We're gonna be like the joggers you see, where whenever they come up to a, a, a light at the crossing, where they're they're still moving but not moving forward." so yeah so luckily it's only it's a it's a three floor apartment complex and the uh the apartment the room that that dog knows that the uh all the nudie mags are in is on the second floor so you're able to kind of jump onto a pile of rubble and then run up and jump onto a windowsill and get yourself into the hallway and very quickly find the room that it was in and what else do you have? Uh, well, um, there's there's nine nudie mags here, mm-hmm. and and then there's some other books. They're like I don't even know what they're called, but they're like notebooks and published books. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I remember Mal always talking about books, so <laughs> I, I'm gonna grab a couple of those. Oh, that's nice of you. <laughs> well, I think you know, if nothing else, um, they might be worth some money. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. All right. So yeah, you, uh, you grab a couple of, you grab a handful of those books as many as you can pile on and you throw oh, and over the calm, and, yeah. over the calm, everybody yeah. hears me go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, in moments after you hear him say that all of a sudden you see dog, then leap out of a window <laughs> and come running back to the group. Nice. Yeah. He's got a weird expression on his face because these, like these pictures, I find them fascinating, but they also freak me out because I don't know anything about sex. <laughs> uh, and this is this is hardcore stuff. Women, I don't know anything. They kind of freak me out. Never actually interacted with a woman. Hmm. Um, these fascinate and repel me. <laughs> does, does anybody else know that he has these? I was gonna say, does dog? Oh, you can. Yeah, I'm not hiding it at all. I'm. I'm yeah. I got them in my hands. I got a couple books. Hey, Mel, <laughs> you like these? <laughs> <laughs> he, so, he looks like the type Nitro Nitro says, and then he <laughs> does so Mal, dog have a backpack or anything? Yeah, I got a rucksack. Hey, you know, good find, cool. Can, uh, Let's put those in the, in the in the in your backpack, right? So that way your hands are free. That way you can jump up on the you know up on the buildings. <laughs> I'm phrasing but... your hands are free. <laughs> <laughs> what? So before dog... I'm just flipping through the porn and making weird fits. It's like dog is just freaking out. Poor <laughs> <laughs> dog puts them in the in his rucksack. Yeah. Can I can I do an appraisal? So I want to find out if this is like Playboy where there's like some actual stories in it, or if it's just like, <laughs> or if it's just hustler where it's just all pictures, right? Because I think Mal Yeah, sure go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Give me an appraisal check. Ma, you know, Mal wants to save kind of any, anything that's written down, but if it's just right. you know, nudie mags, then like you said, there's 
we can see uh, anywhere. See well, you. no, no, it's it was my yes and so this is hardcore, man. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I will. Hmm. Did you you said you pulled out a couple of the notebooks, right? Or was it just yeah, the yeah. Beauty Mag? Yeah, yeah. Uh, at three. Okay. I give yeah. I give you three books that are I have no idea what they are. Okay, so uh, so we won't do the the penthouse letters versus just hustler or whatever. So Mal, <laughs> Mal will come over to you know while I'm guess you know we start moving again, and mm-hmm. um, and you know he'll kind of he'll kind of reach over if Mal's close and like kind of give him a you know like a tap on the side like a friendly tap you know you, you did a good job you know and you know kind of give him a pat like you know he did a good thing, and then you know uh, Mal will make sure on his um on his cube that, you know, that pin that he put down, he'll kind of scribble, um, nudies and notebooks, you know, he'll put that next to the tab, <laughs> uh, you know, cause obviously Mal's grabbed a couple and, you know, he'll, w- once we have a minute to talk, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll ask, do- you know, I'll double check with dog to see if there's any more of the, uh, of the other, just the scribbles, not the pictures back, you know, where, where he mm-hmm. found them, but I will mark that down on the, on the cube to make sure on next Thank to you. the pin where we dropped it. Yeah, and uh, why don't you go ahead? Give me, give me an appraisal check. Make it a, uh, make it a DL two, uh, three actually. DL three. As I'm putting everything in my rucksack, since we need, we do need to move on. I'm kind mm-hmm. of pant, I'm kind of panting excitedly. You can hear me whispering to myself, "Good dog, good dog." <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's why Ma kind of gave him a gave him a pat, you know, say you did a good job, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got a three. Three. All right. So, uh, you have a fee- you know um, that you know paper is a rare material in this day and age. So you have a a general idea that you could probably get at least one rep, maybe two if you're really good at haggling. Um, but you could probably get at least one rep if you were to use all of the books that dog collected uh not just the and we'll say that he probably got you um a couple uh it's it's weird it's like a a dictionary and a thesaurus you know how they always came in like those two packs so it's like (laughs) a dictionary and a thesaurus and then a um and then a five star three subject notebook yeah uh that is like like half the pages are written in um and it's in a language that you do not understand Okay. But yeah, those between those three books and then the nudie mags that dog got, you could probably maybe eke out two rep for these if you were able to find the right buyer. So that's two rep. This isn't like a, a group thing. This is two rep for dog then. Yes. Okay. For, uh, okay. The porn. The porn is mine. I don't care about the other books. <laughs> yeah well so that's the thing yeah this is a, this is one if one potentially two if as as a collection yeah. so yeah mal knows like what the three books that dog gave him or is going to potentially give him is like yeah that's nice but you're probably not going to be able to get much for it but if you were able to also get a hold of dog's books and sell that all that stuff on that would be a pretty nice little cash so i think th- there is that I guess financial piece of it, but I think Miles more focused on the written word. So his thing yeah. is, we've lost a lot. We need to gain that knowledge back. Mm. So I think, I think splitting up. I don't think the rep. 
you know, Mao's young and dumb. You know, he's not worried about that at the moment. <laughs> uh, and obviously, if the first place we go, dog finds, you know, some written stuff, there's probably a whole shitload out there, right? So, you know, okay, wait, you said a dictionary and a thesaurus, but you also said a language we don't know, right? So, is this like the, yeah? So the diction, yeah, the dictionary and thesaurus are in English. Let's say you all speak English. Um, so the dictionary and thesaurus are in English, but then the notebook has writings notebook. in a language that Mal does not understand. So is this like a foreign exchange student with a porn addiction? Quite possibly. <laughs> so when you know, whenever Mal goes over to Dog, you know, and 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 pats him and says, you know, you did a good thing, you know, he'll also say, make sure you keep on to that, you keep a hold of those, all of the pictures, because that might be good. You may get something. How would you say that? Uh, treats. No, you may you may get some uh, you may get some more on the uh, you may get some more when we get back. Uh, you may get some extra uh, if you keep all those pictures. You know, while he's you know patting him and saying good job. Dog looks up at you and squints and he shows you one of the pictures. <laughs> What's coming out of this guy's dick? <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it when we get back. But make sure you put it in your rucksack because. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> You get some treats when we get back, but if you keep all those safe, this shit's weird. Okay, I put it in my rucksack. I'm, I'm, I'm on to the next thing. Just nitro, runs away. Nitro, <laughs> nitro giggles, and he's like, "You're, you're a dog, but do you know birds and bees? Birds and bees. <laughs> I know they're good eating." <laughs> he laughs even harder at that. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> All right. running so, now you're gonna make sure there's enough space in their suit now after that they, right. they're running a bit slower yep uh, all right so we'll uh so at this point now that you've kind of made your little sidetrack you're back to mal's pin drop and uh and uh back on the path on the uh and so you begin to run and so now one thing that we will that i'll bring up so dog in Lil Helper is just a little bit faster than everybody else. Mm. So Will Dog, and now it's generally conceptualized that as a runner, once you get into the burnt, you know, you're you're gonna be running, right? Um, you want to kind of get in and out as fast as possible. The key here is the question I have for dog is would he stick with the group or would he act? Is, is it more um, yes. in line with him to, um, to go out on his own or stick with the pack? Okay. So I have, uh, I have sort of two warring instincts, mm -hmm. but I'll, I'm, I'm going to side with the second one and I have reasons why. So I really am a dog. Like in my head, I identify mm -hmm. as a dog. I don't trust people and there's got every reason in the world to just run off. But my dad was harsh to me mm -hmm. and I know that a person has to earn their right to exist. And that's why you need to be a good dog. There's a difference between just being a dog and being a good dog. And I've been a good dog twice today and I like it. So I'll run ahead and I'll hide and I'll wait for them to catch up. And then I'll do that again and again. Okay. All right. So now the question that I have for the group. So now that we know that dog kind of is 
staying generally with the group, would you like to push yourselves a little bit more? Would you like to do this a little bit faster? Do you want to get this over as quickly as possible? Or do you want to kind of take your time, go at the pace that you've set, and stay safe? Nitro doesn't know safe. He wants to go as fast as possible. <laughs> Same so even, even, even though Dog is <laughs> ahead, Nitro will try to get ahead of him even if he can't. Mm -hmm. Nitro is always the first one to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> the other two guys are like maybe older and wiser. They're taking a little more time <laughs> and scoping things out. Dog runs ahead and Nitro just wants to prove he's... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he'll All do right. that thing where it's like when you jog in front of somebody and you're like, oh, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah. All right. So at this point, um, as John had mentioned earlier, so there is a mechanic within runners called momentum. So basically what you can do is that you can tweak your system. You can push it literally uh, and mechanically a little bit harder to gain more speed. What this means, though, is that it is slightly more of a trade-off. Yeah, you're going a little bit faster. You're covering more ground quicker. But you might not necessarily be as aware of your surroundings as much. And uh, other people or potentially animals or, you know, exes or anything like that might be more aware of you. So if you would like, we can incorporate the momentum rule and give you a little bit more speed so that you can get this done and get to your destination a little bit faster. I feel yep. like I could already be going faster. I'm holding back, waiting for these guys. You absolutely are, which is why it's more so for the rest of the group. Yeah. So if everybody else starts to go a little bit faster, that allows the dog to then go at his, potent at his max potential. Right now, dog is kind of holding himself back a little bit for everybody else. And everybody, you probably know how quick dog is he's young he's fast he's nimble so and he's already kind of running back and forth and running circles around uh waiting for the rest of you so if you'd like the rest of you can increase your momentum in order to let dog kind of run and for all of you to kind of get this done a little bit faster yeah alex alex is a risk, risk taker so if nitro runs to catch up with uh with dog then mm -hmm. you know uh, Alex just says to Mal, he's like, all right, we got to keep up. And, you know, and I, it, I would think the adrenaline would take over, right? This is our first mm -hmm. run. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You know, we're young. This is our first run. You've got the music rocking. Yep. Like dogs all <laughs> yeah, right. he's, he's found something. So I think, yeah, I think the adrenaline and stuff would kind of take over. I imagine once you get onto the run too, Alex just leaves his calm open and troopers playing in the background for everybody. <laughs> You probably want to turn your volume up a little bit, Alex, because dog is panting happily, constantly. <laughs> yeah, he cranks it up a little bit. Yeah, when, he, when, he, nice. when they start hitting the momentum, he cranks it up a little bit. Yeah. All right. Perfect. All right. So dog is fine. You have an, a, a higher speed than everybody else. So this is basically just going to allow you to run at your max speed, I'm and it's going it. to have yeah everybody else the ability to match you now. So, uh, Trooper, Alphabet, and Rad, and Rad, I'm gonna have you roll me a uh, a brains check DL three 
and uh, in, include any skills that you think would be appropriate. If you have engineering or electrics or anything like that, you can go ahead and include it. Mechanics. Mechanics will work as well. Sure. All right. What are we rolling for exactly? I'm sorry. I missed uh, you are rolling for momentum. You're, ro- you're rolling to increase your speed. Okay. And then we're, we're, the speed is through grace? It's on uh, the yeah. Yep, yeah, it's your grace plus whatever okay. uh, bonus your suit gives Can you. Can I use piloting? Yeah, sure, why not? Let's go with that. Okay. I got a six, sir. Wow, nice. And a five. Beautiful. Uh, six for me. Awesome. All right, so yes, everybody here is able to increase their speed so they now uh, are able to keep up with dog and dog is now super excited you're able to run at max (laughs) speed and kind of just run to your heart's content at this point it's like when you're taking your dog for a walk and like they're kind of holding themselves back a little bit and you decide to jog and they're like fuck yeah and they just bolt off exactly Um, all right uh, at the max speed nitro is actually like screaming at the top of his lungs and (laughs) and he he knows that it's probably bad form because you know we're out here you know we don't really know you know what could be you know finding us but nitro does not care (laughs) beautiful is All that like right. where you're like pushing yourself and just going ah yeah exactly <laughs> and, then, and then every once in a while he'll take like a break and then he'll hear like part of the song and even though <laughs> he doesn't really know it all that well he'll find a part where he'll scream with it <laughs> All right. I'm just trying to I, I want to do some quick math for you guys so we have uh, We're going 250 blocks. Is that what it was? Yes. Yes. Yep. So, uh, so just to give you a little bit of behind the scenes, so I keep everything per, I keep everything purposely vague in terms of like speed and blocks and everything like that. But I have math. I it adds actual values. Um, but I kind of hide that behind the mechanics. Um, but just to give you a general idea, right now. All of you in your suits are running at about 20 miles an hour. Hmm. So, and that's, that's a speed that you are. Then, then we could do this 250 miles in 35 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, so you're running right now. You're running at a little over 20 miles an hour and that's a continual speed that you're running at, which is like superhuman. Basically, so yeah, to for Nitro to be like, fuck yeah, like that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so right now, the group of you are running through this, uh, this former, this dilapidated city. The, the, the sprinkle of rain uh, has now stopped, but it's left everything completely muddy. But you're running through former streets and everything like that. Still like a thin layer of mud covering everything. It's flying up rooster tails behind you as you run through here. <laughs> finding all the little nooks and crannies that you can go through. At this moment, we are going to hit our first nexus point. 
the only reason I'm saying this all out loud is um, basically because it's a play test. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> so with the with the nexus points, the GM has kind of an option. Either you can roll it behind the table, behind you know behind the screen, and I could just make all the rolls. But in this case, uh, I want to include I want to include the four of you. So what I'm going to do is Mal four. So with the nexus point, it's a potential change of uh, of direction. It's a potential. Uh, either bonus or complication, whatever happens. So what happens at a nexus point is uh, there is a question that is asked and we figure out what that question is and then we come up with an answer for it. So at this point, and the question usually has to do with what's going on or where you are. All right. So you can ask about um, about how your gear's doing, about the path ahead, um, Pretty much anything that has to do with the run. So you ask the question. We come up with that. At that point, we roll for it to okay. figure out what the answer is. <clears throat> um, if you would like, you can actually just come up with a question. You can go ahead and answer it. Or there is a handy dandy table where you roll 2d6 and it comes up with a question for you. I think I have a good question if you want me to go that way. Of course, yeah. So let's go ahead. So you go ahead and ask a question, and then we'll go uh, go through with the how to come up with an answer. Okay. Does, so Does the group get a question or everybody? Uh, nope. So, uh, so it is one solo question. So at this point, because I am helping, because I am allowing the, the players to ask a question, uh, I am choosing for it to be Kevin or, you know, in this case, Mal to ask. So it, be a role is, it is fa- it is kind of like a meta level thing. So, but it is a single a single question so for I the whole it, group. Yeah, correct. Yes, I, I guess okay. it would all. Yeah, so that plays into whatever what each of the each of the players are thinking at the time. Oh. So, I'm going to go with so Mao Mao sees dog running out in front, and obviously we're keeping pace. Alex has the music playing. Nitro, Nitro caught up with Dog and is screaming. So I think the first, the first thing in Mal's head is he's just going to look around and go, "Okay, we're <laughs> we're making good progress and good speed, but we're being a bit loud." So I'm, mm-hmm. you know, Mal, Mal's <laughs> maybe question is, "How is that impacting that?" You know, we've got some rock blaring out and, and Nitro that screaming is beautiful. and yelling. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that is perfect. All right. Um, so at this point. So we have our question, basically, you know, are we, are we safe almost? Are like, are we gathering too much attention? Right. Are we um, making good speed and making good time? Exactly. We'll a bit yeah. loud and, and having fun. Yeah. We're going it. along at a really good clip, but <laughs> so we have our question, right? At this point, we need to figure out our answer. So here is where your Intel comes into play all right because you have gained momentum all right you're kind of going as i mentioned you're going a little bit faster than normal as a group uh you know where while while dogs running at his max potential the majority of the group are running above and beyond they are having to push their system a little bit stronger 
that's one thing I didn't mention with the momentum because I wasn't, I, I a forgot about it and B it's not necessarily an issue because we're running such a short run. But when you put, when you uh, gain momentum, you do have to do a push of one. A push is basically when you do something, um, it's like overclocking your computer, right? You have to do something a little above what it, its normal mm. routine is. Um, nice. So in order to gain momentum, you have to do a push of one, which means that you spend one of your reserve power. But because it's such a short run, all of you have a pretty significant reserve pool. Uh, so it's not necessarily something that we have to worry about right now. But if you're keeping track, you know, that would be uh, for for Alex, Mal and Nitro. That would be minus one to your reserve pool on top of our normal what we would normally use for the suit and everything else right correct yeah yeah so with uh with the reserve the reserve is basically all the extra that yeah. you have so uh so yeah because i all think right. when, we, um, when we worked it out i think i worked it out that that i would use five each hour so this exactly be, yeah this would be just one extra on top of that normal burn Exactly. So okay. in the run, Mal's going to use 10 total. We're figuring it's going to be rounding up two hours. Mm-hmm. So you're going to use five to go there, five to go back. Yeah. And then, and, and I think you have what, like 40 something power. So. Yeah. 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 I got so, quite a bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, so we've figured out our question. You have, uh, you know, are we safe? Are we making too much noise? At this point, three out of the four of you are pushing to gain momentum. So you are going to be making this roll at a negative one because you have made the push. But if anybody here has a piece of intel that they feel would be useful in answering this question, go ahead and use it. Uh, I think at this moment we have Mal... Mal knows that there are parts, useful parts for for salvaging at the hospital, which isn't necessarily useful in this case. Nitro knows about radiation levels in this uh, in this area, which also isn't necessarily useful. Dog knows about the area that you're going into and about the areas. You know that there's like a little area a little bit past where you're going, which can be safe. Um, So also not super useful. Alex does know about the roving packs of red sabers and kind of general threats that might be this area. So if you would like to burn your intel in this situation, that will give you a bonus to Kevin's role in order to find the outcome of this question. Yeah, I'll burn it. All right. Sounds good. All right. So basically you gaining the momentum is giving you a negative one. Alex is going to provide a bonus to the role using his Intel. So that's going to be a plus one. So they're basically going to wash out. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Mal, why don't you go ahead and give me a D six roll and we're going to find the resolution to this answer to this question. Okay. So just a D six. Correct. Three. Three. Okay. So three is a no, but so uh, your question basically is, uh, are we safe in this area? Right? So the answer is no. 
You are making too much noise. This area is not, you know, uh, you have your, 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 you've gained attention, uh, you know, between the four of you running along and everything. Dog kind of running ahead, jumping around. The three of you just kind of barreling forward. Unfortunately, this area probably is not safe. But... Ooh, I got a button. Yeah, John, we all have butts. We're sitting on them right now. No. <laughs> uh, I can't think of anything, John. We're, we're not caught flat-footed when the fucking red sabers jump down off the top of the building. <laughs> well, I think that's a good way to do it, right? So the three the three of them are going off there, you know, in front. Maybe Mouse slows down a little bit and says, okay, we're singing and yelling and screaming. Uh, maybe he he's drops his pace just a bit. Like, he's not dropped off away from them, but he slows down a bit and just kind of, like, takes in everything around him saying, you know, he's – just to check the maybe be a little bit more alert uh, that w- w- I realized that we're uh, making a bit of a racket while we're going. So maybe his his senses are about a bit heightened for this probably isn't the most stealthy uh, run anyone's ever done. <laughs> All right. So, yes, you you three, you four are kind of running along um, and Mal kind of drops off slightly and. uh as you're kind of going through, uh, you realize you start to hear kind of a, a slight yelp around, kind of echoing across a few of the buildings. And uh, and Alex kind of picks up that indeed you kind of had to you have crossed through the territory of the Red Sabres. But at least you know exactly where you are and potentially where they are this podcast is a proud member of the legends of tabletop broadcast network for more gaming related content please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com